Hey, welcome to the Bukatsu Gaming Podcast. It's your host, Jabs, a.k.a. Japan's Looking for English Teachers. I'm here with... Alex, a.k.a. Locke, a.k.a. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. Shrugman12. And Evan, a.k.a. Why don't I have a second name? A.k.a. You're looking for a third. Yeah, Yeah, it's our gaming podcast. We're here to talk about games. So I guess guys, what what games we've been playing recently? I know the three of us have been having great fun not starving (laughs) together. Uh Oh here's Steven them eggs. Them bird eggs. (laughs) That's the best part of the game. That's like the only part of the game (laughs) I truly enjoy. What? (laughs) Taking the egg or getting chased by the Big the tall bird, both getting chased by the tall bird is absolutely terrifying. When you jump in the wormhole, come back through the wormhole, He's and still dude there. is just waiting. Dude is waiting. I like, know you. I know back. you still got it. <laughs> I know you holding on to it. Yeah. So we, I've of course the three of us been playing that. Uh, videos will be up soon, in like the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm also, ballpark. also playing that, uh, that, that Persona game that shouldn't exist yet. And, been, and, and you're still on Persona 4? It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I went back to it. I went back to it. I mean, it's a good game. Right? It's, it's a classic. And I've been, been playing a few other games, uh, finally getting back into my backlog of games. I've uh, been playing Mercenary Kings with some guys over on... My other YouTube channel that still doesn't exist, um, as well as some N plus plus, having good fun with it. Y'all making faces. Y'all want me to advertise it? The Three Mosquitoes. Go check us out. We got zero videos. The Three Mosquitoes. Yeah. That is a name, right? We should steal it, but I like Bukatsu. <laughs> <laughs> we should not steal it. <laughs> yeah, because it, it doesn't make sense to y'all. It doesn't make sense to y'all. There's a story behind every good name. Yeah. So there's not a story behind that one, though? There is. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, no. He said your name is terrible. He said it's not good. How sad are you right now? I'm pretty... uh, So, guys, thanks for watching. (laughs) Not watching. Listening. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, how about you? You two, what y'all playing? Keeping up with the Telltale Batman. You know, being released actually Still fairly bro, frequently. You finish? I mean, it's episode three, which kind of blew my mind. Not blowing my mind, but like it just started off real slow, and then it just came out of nowhere and got real good. So I'm still excited about that. And I jumped back into Final Fantasy fourteen recently. Yeah, because. Which, uh, you, you, it, you did that because the so new good. one's coming up soon, right? That's what that's what hooked you in. <laughs> Stormblood. Yeah, and, and accidentally going on the subreddit one too many times and uh, being like, oh man, I miss this. And do you miss but it? I did until, you know, you get that one group that just everyone doesn't know what they're doing. You, you wipe 78 times, but no one wants to leave, and it's just... And you say that you one group, but things. you're constantly doing that. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> you're looking for the one group that doesn't do it. 
Uh, and when you find him, it's glorious. It almost makes it worth going through the other groups. Almost. No. <laughs> no. Hey, man. All I'm looking for is a Benny. Benediction. It's all I need. Not not a cure. <laughs> not even a cure, too. Uh, I don't even know what you're saying, but yeah. Yes, I, yeah. I didn't have Benediction at level 17 or whenever you stop playing. <laughs> Like level nine? No, you got to a dungeon, man. You're like level seventeen, which means you had to be at least fifteen to go to a dungeon. Yeah, yeah. And I think oh. we got through two dungeons. I don't know. You guys, you guys had more free time, so you guys were way ahead of me in levels. I didn't have any free time. Nah, this was before yeah, you had a job. Me. This was before the two of y'all had jobs. Doesn't sound right. I know. No, it doesn't sound right. Right? <laughs> I I was the one with no job. Right, you're, you're right. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was out job well, we, hunting. I'm glad we cleared that up. I was job <laughs> hunting. Moving on, Alexander, what you playing? Played 2K for a minute and dropped like <laughs> 16 threes on Evan with Steph Curry. Because apparently that he's... was part a, of the Steph Curry ex- experience. Apparently he's OP because I just would pull up from, you know, just past half court and launch it. A three and it just went in. It went in like half the time. It went in half the time. So that was pretty great. That might have been the highlight right. of my month. Uh, <laughs> still playing PSVR. Got Headmaster, which is cool, but hurts my back. And I was gonna do a video for it. it was kind of boring because it just sit there, and head the ball, head the ball, head the ball, and then I just sit oh. there like bitching about. Oh man, I just missed that one. Oh man, I just missed that one too. So. I watched the video afterwards and I was like, wow, this sucks. But it is fun and it's a really different game. Still playing Until Dawn. Next video, I guess, is going to go up today. So before you hear this, the video should be up because I just uploaded it and didn't play it anymore. Or (laughs) I just uploaded it and just (laughs) didn't publish it. And uh, it's still really good. I still am up. I'm still upset the last time with the spiders, but got to move on at some point and they released an update for animal crossing so i've been kind of playing that since they fixed a bunch of stuff with it yeah which is nice oh i played dot hack and then i stopped playing dot hack because (laughs) well i realized that games are better than they used to be and (laughs) don't ruin the nostalgia factor yeah i did i just shouldn't have bought it I mean, I only bought one of them. I didn't buy, like, the whole four discs. I just bought uh, Infection. I was playing through it, and I'm like, a lot of this just isn't fun. You know, it's just very repetitive dungeons. Like, I like the story a lot, and I like all the characters, but it's kind of like if Persona 3 and 4 reversed the amount of dungeon time and school time. Uh yeah, so it, it doesn't really work that well, and it kind of kind of bummed me out. Okay, but <laughs> but you were just saying uh, you, you've been playing, still playing VR. I remember when you first got it; that was like you were a living VR. You were sword art online in that. You still you still doing it, or is it much more? Uh, it's laid back right now just because I don't want to spend any more money. 
because the more time I spend in the headset, the more games I buy. But yeah. <laughs> I still like I still really endorse it. It's really awesome. Uh, but I just I actually I just haven't been playing as many games like the past week and a half to two weeks. So I was struggling to remember what I played. So yeah, I'm still I'm still hundred percent on board. All right, yeah, I, I was asking because I was looking at this about uh, uh, John Carmack saying VR is just coasting on on novelty, and we're about what are we like a month? Month into PSVR being out, do you think that's that's sure. still true? It's close to a month. Close to a month. Novelty is, I don't know. I don't want to. I mean, novelty is not a bad thing, you know. But I mean, I can definitely. Oh, oh! I never got to complain about this, did I? Did I ever complain about loading human? No. Uh, okay. So this will fit into the conversation. I have no problem with novelty. A lot of the VR games are novel experiences like Headmaster, where it's literally heading a ball into a goal, which you could do with a controller, but really just wouldn't be that interesting. The fact that there's a VR component adds some weight to it. Or Until Dawn, which is literally a non-rail shooter. Or Job Simulator, which is, I don't even know how to define that, but... Just kind of a, you, you get home from work to do work. Exactly. So there's a lot of games that are really like, is this really a game? And I think it's... I, I don't really want to denigrate them for coasting. I mean, right now, PSVR is one of the best-selling... Well, okay, that really doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's one of the best-selling VRs, even though there's only like three that really count. <laughs> um, but by the end of the year, well, it could be the best-selling VR. Well, you know. part of that is it's the most it's like the most affordable one right now. It's also mm-hmm. it's also like I'm thinking things like the Oculus. Those are much more Oculus and what's the Mobius or is Vive. it Mobius VR? Yeah, Vive. Mobius and is Gear VR. VR. Those those are much. Are you thinking more, of Morpheus? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I feel those are just much more uh, like. It's what I said, bruh. They're they're less home console VR. And so it makes sense that, you know, PSVR is outselling those other ones. It's it's the affordable and the most What's the word I'm looking for? Easy to get. Yeah. Uh the sky's the lowest barrier to entry. That's that I was looking for one word, but that works too. I'm but not yeah. giving you one word. <laughs> and so I, I think it makes sense it's the it's the highest selling one but sort of like with this is a bit of an extreme flappy bird weird for a while we will get games that are are not quite making the most of it and just being novelty i don't but like you were saying i'm not sure if that's necessarily a bad thing it's like it's your gateway drug yeah well, the thing is, so even though the PSVR is one of the be- is, is going to probably be the best selling VR headset by the end of the year, we're talking about three hundred thousand units or something like that, right? So, in reality, if you make a game for the VR, you are essentially going to take a hit because you're not maximizing your revenue potential, and on top of that, you uh, well, you have a so this is another thing people have criticized is that the games are overpriced for what you 
are getting, which is totally fair. Job Simulator is 30 bucks, and <laughs> um, yeah, and I bought that because I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> but Ooh. also because it's it is like it was the experience that I played the demo of, and I just enjoyed it the most immediately. Like it didn't have to explain anything. I was honestly I was just laughing and having a good time within five minutes of playing it. So I don't regret that. But you, you have is like a a niche set of gamers that have shown that they have are willing to spe- like have a larger budget for gaming in their lives. So you're going to get smaller experiences that cost more. And that sucks, but that's, that's what being an early adopter is. But I also think it's necessary. I think that right now you have to prove that the platform is viable. And I think that um, while I would love to have bigger, more fleshed-out experiences, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a better game. Loading Human, I paid... Forty dollars for, and it was like this. Supposed to be this kind of cinematic or novel style game that sounded like it'd be reminiscent of like a Telltale or Beyond Two Souls, and that has just sucked, man. It sucked. <laughs> and just terrible. Soft first off, in. <laughs> it's forty dollars for part one, and oh. part two is coming out next year. Mm. So, Oof. and there's going to be three or f- three parts, something like that. I don't know. I don't really feel like checking. There's going to be more than two. So, the first hour of the game is kind of a mix because you start the game off and you're in a bathroom and it says, <laughs> What? Yeah. You're in a bathroom and it says, you know, freshen up and get outside. Okay. And there's a toothbrush. Toothbrush doesn't work. Okay, look around, look around. There's a bath. Does it want to get me in the bath? No. Okay, okay. Look around, look around. I'm going through, like, all of my... All these hair products that are from... <laughs> some woman that I might have dated at some point, And those aren't it either. And eventually, I look in one cabinet. Nothing's in there. And, like, five more minutes past, looks in the other cabinet. There's a razor. Hold the razor up. And there we go. It just meant shave. That's all. Just wanted me to shave. And then I walk out. Fresh I'm like, okay. Up. Okay, well, that sucked, but <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Like, maybe they just wanted me to learn the controls, even though they had like a five minute section of that by itself before I even started playing. And then it was actually Wait, kind of fun for you like. You saying they have to teach you how to shave? They taught you how to move around because it was a game where you could get nauseous because you actually do walk and stuff. And, mm. and so they tell you, teach you how to like teleport, how to walk, how to turn the camera, all that stuff. So anyways, so then it ended up being cool. You could go around, look around this dude's like futuristic um, apartment thing. And um, that was really awesome for like 10 minutes. And then you're back. <laughs> okay, go find this key card. And I was like, you know what? I haven't been upstairs yet. I bet it's upstairs. So that took me about five minutes to find. Get the key card, do this thing. Something happens. You have to go out. An emergency door to go fix some stuff and that door has a password great now i have to look for something else <laughs> i will accept full responsibility for this because at that point it's pitch black and you have a flashlight why is it pitch black in your house just turn on the lights power went out because of radiation storm or something you're like on a colony in mars but anyways 
So I didn't tilt it up enough where it's got a post-it note saying, this is the password. So then I spent 30 <laughs> minutes looking around my house for that. And then I come back I mean, and then I go, oh, I'm an that's idiot. That's real life, though. That's real life, though. That Where are my keys? Life. Where are my keys? Oh, they're in my hand. <laughs> they're right here. There they are. Okay, I'm ready for the story. It's about to get hype. Go put on the spacesuit. Yes. And the spacesuit's right in front of me, and he provides no meaningful way for me to interact <laughs> with it. And uh, I wander around for like 20 more minutes, and then I give up. And I don't know. I don't know. I might just sell the game back, because that is how brutal that was. The whole It was basically, you lost your keys to the game. Well, I'm pretty sure... As soon as you put on the spacesuit, that would be the end of part one. Probably. Yeah, you're Sounds right. like it. <laughs> the space travel space part two. That's what you needed to buy. That's right. I, I, I goofed. That's all me. But even people who played it further aren't really that happy about it. So I, so I guess what I'm saying is, is that it's okay if we have novelties because, for example, from the PSVR worlds, Ocean Descent, is a novelty you're basically just descending there's like a story involved but you're going you're in a cage and you're going down to like the bottom of the ocean to look for stuff but i would still i would still say that should be everyone's first vr experience you know and i think it's totally okay that it's a niche right now i think that we're gonna have to accept that you're i i don't know i don't know what carmack would want you know a studio to do <laughs> make a big budget vr title and then have it make make sword art online there you go i you know dot hack sword art online those those make sense and i think it's it's fine if you want to m- include a regular experience and then have it playable through vr i get that but in terms of novelty i actually like novelty because it's different it's really yeah. a different thing it's just it's just not the it's just not the same thing as sitting down and playing a video game with a controller. But I don't know. Yeah. And I'm and so we're looking at VR, but we brought up the Oculus Rift and whatnot. Valve has new new uh, designs designs for their VR VR controllers, which seems much more in touch to what we imagine with like VR controllers just attached to uh attached to your hand. Yeah, those look pretty cool. Um the five also has more hand grippy controllers than the move. Yeah. And I know Oculus is coming out with some, but the Valve had something that was kind of it wasn't quite a glove, but it could tell when you were bending which fingers. And so you could really kind of get that really tactile response. Mm. And I will say that when I'm playing VR, I mean, that's one of the things that can kind of take me out of it is if I'm struggling to use my hands. So I think that that is an important next step for VR. Yeah. Sort of that that next level immersion. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and it, it looks like this is going to do a good job of doing that. Um, just just keep you in it while you while you got your your hands and your. Geez, words are not coming to me. What's this? 
English is hard, man. Did you right? know the Golden State They're... Warriors gave up a three-one lead? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I boy. do. And 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 many people thought Beyond would too. That StarCraft Finals, but he didn't. He he kicked some booty. Beyond is a god. But yeah, that's StarCraft talk. Y'all don't do StarCraft. Craft we could have literally, we could have literally just had a a, mm-hmm. a BlizzCon final podcast, just talking, talking about how Beyond is a god. But no, y'all want to diss StarCraft. So I guess he plays t- Terran. He plays Terran, but you're no. a Terran guy, right? Yeah, I play Terran. No, it's just he's literally so good. When was it? What could he win if back... he wasn't Terran? Yeah, he could have. Back and back did in he? Wings of Liberty. He wouldn't have Liberty. lost any matches if he wasn't Terran, according to Jack. Shut, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's not according to me. But no, back in Wings of Liberty, I was rooting for a Protoss player because he was actually just dirty. And Beyond is just dirty. Dirty. So good. So good. What yeah. Say, man? Back to it. I don't know. We, we, do we care about this new gamepad support and uh, this new update for Steam? It's a little bit exciting. I, Actually, yeah, I do care. I haven't used Steam in years, <laughs> so I don't care, I mean, no. <laughs> I, I open up my Steam every once in a while to look like, I was just telling my friend this. He was like, yeah, I still got my backlog. And I was like, yeah, I do too. Oh, and don't even mention the Steam backlog. He's like, that doesn't count. Like, yeah, but I'm pretty sure I've bought in the last month two or three games for Steam that I have not even played yet. I just I just buy them. It's like, add to library. I'll I'll come back to you some point. Maybe my kids will inherit you. But... I do like that there's getting more and more support for the DS4 on on uh, PC. Just... Yeah, it's a it's a really great controller. Yeah, I mean honestly, and I I'm like not... the Steam controller a lot, but it's in a, in a lot of games it's just kind of a pain to play with. Um, and it's just better suited towards uh, twin sticks rather than those two kind of pads. Yeah. But you have Steam controller? Mm-hmm. Huh. huh. Yeah, I, I like I like different takes on controllers. I like to I like to kinda collect them and then throw them against the wall and break them. Um Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still doing that? No, I haven't I haven't broken a controller in years, man. It's been Good. a really long time. Like I think maybe high school uh- is the last time I broke a controller. I like the Steam controller. Uh, it's it's hard to get used to, but it's it is nice because I don't always feel like feel like playing with a mouse. I mean, I'm using a computer all day at work, so and I use one of the I use like a a ball instead of an actual mouse. Uh, so even though I go through like less restraint, there's still considerably less using a controller. And for games that are predominantly mouse based. The Steam controller does find a nice niche. Yeah, and and they say they're they're looking at it because it overlaps with the Steam controller. They just have so many of the same functionality, and they're like, Meh. 
Just throwing that support. And so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna use that in the, as an excuse. I'm gonna wait for that to play some of my Steam games. That's that's when Steam will Steam will be happening. Keep telling yourself that, man. Did I even install the game I bought? Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. That's what it was. Yeah, I purchased it on my birthday. Really? Word. Happy birthday to me. But speaking of PS4, uh, VR, PC, Xbox. Uh, so this is from October. So last month, Xbox One was in front of the PS4 for the third month in a row as. P.S. As PlayStation fanboys or preferential list, what what is what does that say for PlayStation? The, Why are you moaning? Cause... Your girl helping you out? <laughs> no, we we had a discussion about this because the article and everything that was from it just it didn't mean anything. Because they're saying yeah they were ahead, and you know for the third straight month or whatever. But they were still behind in overall sales, still behind in everything that really mattered. Pretty much the only reason Xbox was in the lead is because they had just recently dropped their prices. And, you know, you had that big influx, whereas PlayStation was probably more consistent. I didn't actually, you know, I don't actually know what their numbers look like, but I'm just assuming from what was stated in the article. So, I I mean, mean, I think PS4 has outsold every month so at some point you're running out of people to sell to and i know that it's around 50 million i think and so i mean there's definitely a lot more potential market penetration for example the ps2 sold like 150 million and the wii sold over 100 million but in terms of uh where they are now i I don't think it's unreasonable that the xbox is going to catch up it's just just makes sense. Yeah. What was it? What months was this for anyway? July, August, September. Yeah. yeah. So we we haven't got the numbers because I was gonna say if if that trend continued with VR having been released, then then that's probably something to worry about because Xbox doesn't have its a VR yet, does it? Well, yeah. So Xbox is VR less. So if if it manages to outsell PlayStation in that state, that's well problematic. But I mean, at the same time, you're not. I can't see a ton of people being like, I want VR, so I'm going to get a PlayStation and VR at the same time. That'd be like buying double consoles. It VR is mostly just if you already had one you would get it, whereas you're not going to... It wasn't a selling point for new consoles, at least the way I, mean, I see it. For, maybe not majorly, but there are definitely some people that are are doing that. Oh, yeah, no. I'm like, Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I, let's say Xbox came out with VR, like, today. People aren't going to go out, and, like, a mass number of people aren't going to go out and start buying Xbox. It's just... Well, that's because we already have... That's because we already have a, an affordable VR option. Semi-affordable. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's sort of what made PSVR so big. It's it's affordable. It's, in a way, ahead of its competition. Uh, 
Xbox doesn't have one. Nintendo doesn't have one. Nintendo not interested. Yeah, they're not. Nintendo they're they're interested in in making in making home co- home mobile consoles or whatever you would call the Switch. I don't I don't even know what to call it, but probably the Switch. I don't know. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Just for that, I'm I'm calling it out of its name every day. But I mean now the Nintendo Wii Wii 3. Wii 3. <laughs> yeah, Wii Wii U is Wii 2, so it's a Wii E. I mean, 3 Wii 5. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, are we talking about how we feel about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, I baby. I was excited just because Ooh, baby a triple. It just, <laughs> it just seemed like something that it honestly seems like it should already be a thing and it kind the things you can do with it are still possible by other means. It just feels like it takes all of them and just makes it so much easier to do. It gives you everything you need in one thing instead of being like, hey, you can do this, but you're either going to need some sort of other handheld console or if you have like a tablet, you're going to need controllers, all this sorts of stuff. It just feels really simplified and kind of convenient. And I really like that about it. Assuming that, you know, it works how you would assume it does from, you know, videos and descriptions. Yeah, but <clears throat> I'm thinking, is it real? Like, I'm excited for it, too. It, I think it'll be really good. It might be even well done. But I'm thinking, is it necessarily a console? Because you, you sort of have that with PlayStation. What is it? Mobile Play. Um, What is what is this? The PlayStation yes, Remote. Yeah, Remote Play you have on the PS4. So it's... It's basically, in a way, it feels like a console for what, for things that's being done already. Of course, I think it's a a lot, it seems to be a lot more fluid in its performance, but I'm not sure if it's, uh, I don't think it's necessarily completely innovative. I mean, like I was saying, it's not necessarily a new idea. But it just makes it so that you don't you don't have to jump through hoops sort of to yeah. be able to do all of the functions that we're assuming are coming with the switch. I mean, yes, remote play yeah. and stuff like that is a thing, but you can't it's not just like you could, you know, take your PlayStation, take the game, go out and do whatever wherever and still have that. There are, you know, restrictions, there are things attributed to it that I don't feel like the Switch would have, which are what makes it, you know, what would be a better option. What are we getting with the Switch? In terms of what? Games. Yeah, Alex points out cartridges, which I I think I, I kind of like that. Nintendo's making a commitment to stay with physical games now that everyone's going digital nintendo was going pretty digital for a while 
But they're also making a commitment to, you know, physical cartridges, which is good. I I think. Although some people do agree physical, not physical. Digital is the way to go. I feel like, I mean, I'm just assuming, but it kind of feels like this may, it's kind of awkward because the Wii U, I feel like it's just kind of going to be phased out completely, kind of like the Wii was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's sort of, while that will most likely mean you'll still have, you know, the same options you did on the Switch, it kind of feels like they may take that for granted and be like, look, you already have this base of games. We're going to deliver you this new system and maybe give you, you know, a handful, but not necessarily a full-blown, you know, PS4, Xbox, launch titles type thing. Yeah, I'm interested to see where the divide between handheld and console kind of stop. Will handheld companies just keep making handheld games? Because it'll be kind of be kind of an identity crisis, in my opinion. Mm. I welcome it. between handheld and console. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I've played some awesome handheld games that would be weird to play on a, you know, PS4. Yeah. For example, yeah, and I get that. That I'm not like I'm not worried about it. I just think that that's a potential hurdle that Nintendo's gonna kind of face is showing developers that you can have it either way, and it you know people will still buy your handheld games even though this is essentially a console. Yeah, and another thing to go along with that especially coming from Nintendo already had, you know, they have, you know, the 3DS and it's just kind of like you already have such a good handheld and then you also have a console. If you're going to make something that's, you know, potentially both, how do you deal with possibly losing, you know, the split revenue there or not split, but the two forms of revenue? Yeah, because Nintendo sort of right now has, I would say, has a grip on the console, not console, right. the handheld market. Vita's all right. What have, What was PSP? But Nintendo has consistently been, been the go-to for handheld stuff. And so now they're sort of compete. They'll sort of be competing against right. themselves. Like, do you want? Do you want Pokemon Sun and Moon? on a home mobile console or just on a mobile console mobile handheld yeah and i feel so, like yeah they they are you can go ahead no i was just saying that they are kind of possibly going to be making it a bit harder on themselves and like you said finding a good way of making maybe exclusive switch Like Alex was saying, games that feel very good just as mobile games that don't need the console version. But yeah, yeah, I I think another point would be they may have already, you know, been experimenting with this recently. There have been a lot of games with the Wii U where, you know, if you got it on for the Wii U, there were different 
you know, options, characters, things available for the game if you also got it on the DS. And, you know, it kind of felt like they were pushing for people to get both sides in a lot of cases. And I kind of wonder if that was them thinking, you know, at some point, maybe we're not going to be able to do this. Is this still viable? Do people want both? Or are we going to have to, you know, pick a side, if you will? I'm happy that they're some of their more popular franchises won't be segmented. You know, if you like Pokemon and you like Smash Bros. Well, okay, not the best <laughs> option. If you like Pokemon and you like 3D Zelda, for example, you have to get the console and the handheld. There's no really right. two ways about it. Um, but now, A you don't have that dilemma anymore and b you might get we i mean we might actually get like a legitimate console pokemon game and that's as exciting that um uh i don't really want to call developers out but i think that if you have a successful uh handheld strategy it becomes easy to fall back on it and you can look at Pokemon for that. They don't have, really have any incentive to to ever move that to console, except for specific games like Snap or Stadium or Coliseum, yeah. which are kind of usually just one-off titles. And now they might look at it and say, okay, well, we're already developing on this console anyways. Even if they don't go all the way in and make it look like a Skyrim, for example, they could say, okay, well... You know, why don't we have our art designers make the sprites look amazing because we have all this extra hardware or, you know, horsepower that right. we didn't have before. You know, we're not trying to fit it onto a 240 by 240 screen or something like that. Yeah. But something else I'm also a bit worried about, you're talking about uh, Skyrim and whatnot. I'm, I'm sort of not worried. But the the switch in graphic yeah. quality, like we we mentioned it, we mentioned it a podcast or two ago. The the big push to 4K. How's it gonna be going from your 4K TV screen to I don't know whatever screen they have on the handheld console and 720, I think. Yeah, and even so. Will it even be able to be like native 720? Will it be quality 720? Even just going 1080 to 720, that's a difference you'll make. So how many people will be, I could play this on the handheld console, but it just doesn't look as good. And so basically the handheld might just not even be a factor for some people. Yeah, I mean, I I absolutely think people are going to complain. And make a big deal out of it, but when it comes down to it, I feel like it's going to be like a lot of other things. It's just, it's convenient. You don't have to do one or the other. You know, you don't have to take it handheld. It's just an option for you. You have the ability to do it, which is the thing that matters with it, at least to me. So, yeah, the dip in, you know... The quality is 
you know, you could count that as a con if you really wanted to, but on the other hand, you have the ability to, you know, take this with you should you have to, you know, should you have something to do where you're not necessarily going to have access to the console part of it, which I think outweighs, you know, a little dip in quality. But is this a real situation in America? What are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, taking, Wait, taking the console I mean, somewhere with you. Is this like a real situation? Because, I, I mean, I play my hand there out is There out is public, that too, yeah. But I, I mean, I don't really ever see anyone doing that. I mean, if I play, if I get on a train and play my 3DS, I will be the only person I see doing that. And that's still a fairly, po- it's, I mean, that's a really popular handheld, and it just doesn't seem to be the way that in America we use it because the nature of kind of our commutes versus uh, Japan's commutes. I guess this feels like a Japan-centric move, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a very interesting thing, and I think that it could be a good thing in the long run, but it feels like this is aimed at Japan markets in terms of uh, merging their the dwindling console market with the expanding mobile game market. Yeah, I was, I was definitely going to say that it's like... It's definitely gonna be huge in Japan. I I know so many older guys, like forty guys in their forties, that don't play console games. I was like, oh yeah, I'm. I got my 3ds in my pocket. I played on the train, mm-hmm. and so now now they have like, I'm I'm playing, like they only play with their kids. So now as I play with my kids, oh I gotta go. <laughs> I got to go to work now, but I can keep playing with you. I'm going to bring bring my switch on and play it on the train. Honestly, it would be really obnoxious because guys would still be playing it during the (laughs) rush hour. But that's a different story. There's not room for your switch. Put it away. But I, I think this switch is interesting. We still do have kind of a lot to see. What's coming from it, though? What we'll get with it? Mm-hmm. All I have to say is I lost my mind when they split the controller in half. <laughs> I don't mean to put on the side. I mean, like, the half controller that they split in half. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh, you Was, mean the little... Yeah, the little, the like... Widgets? Yeah. I lost my mind. Yeah. The I was mini like, what nunchucks? Is happening? This is amazing. I would hate using this, but it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, until you lose, you'd lose it. <laughs> then you can't use your home console either. You're screwed. Got a quarter of a controller. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll see. No, yeah, we'll see it, and it's it's actually coming soon, which is pretty nice. They they missed they missed the holiday 2016 window, but you know. It happens. It happens. Just ask Persona. Mm. Uh, what about Persona? Mm. Except Persona. Yeah, I guess you're right. Y'all taste that salt? Mm. No. Mm. Mm. But before we finish up, 
let's just look at uh two last games. Um, two kind of more kind of goes with the cutesy Nintendo Nino Kuni Two, and we got a new Double Fine game on the way, which is pretty exciting because they're always quality. Amen so, to that. And Alex, you're <laughs> you're actually the only one that's really played Nino Kuni. I played it a little bit, but it got it was it's too hard. Bro, it's because you hear that partners are the sound idiots. to get good. It's not. It's not. I don't blame them for this. Your AR AI partners are idiots, and you have to micromanage them to hell and back. And I mean that that is yeah. And, I mean, even if you ignore that, like, the first time I played through it, I got a DLC familiar from Amazon, and that thing just went to town on everybody. And so I have that guy, too, but you don't get him till much later. Griffey? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but once you get him, you're in good shape, but... Yes, it does take a while to get there. It's still hard. It, it's a surprisingly hard game because it you don't really get too many good familiars unless you work hard at it. Mm. You the one you get starts out pretty decent, but it's easy not to get a great one. And tragically, the best familiar in the game, Captain Whamtastic, actually Captain Whamtastic. Captain Whamtastic will save your life. Just not Nino Kuni because he's not that good. <laughs> not even a name. But yeah, I I played the game. I liked it. Um, I liked the the battle system. The fact that you could so you say micromanage, but I liked the fact that you could go switch between the main character and the familiars. But I just it 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 does feel, I guess, like you're saying a little bit too much and for me it became too hard i couldn't get through whatever dungeon i was on and i was like you know what i'm i'm gonna go play some catherine and some lollipop chainsaw and just didn't get to finish it yeah i mean that's reasonable but i think that once you like if you get through the first chunk of the game i think you can get through the whole game Mm. and well i I guess i'll have to go back to that it is it's it's really good, and I think it's it's. I wish they provided a better way of catching familiars because that's one of the most frustrating parts is is that you can't throw a pokeball at it. But once you start catching familiars, I think it it becomes a lot of fun. And then you have to get used to the fact that your AI aren't going to do anything that makes any sense. So it kind of makes sense for you to be a healer most of the time, or at least switch to a person who's going to do that. And yeah. eventually, Oliver gets so OP, it doesn't actually matter what anybody else does, but, you know, that's down the line. Yeah. But, but I, I game... beat that, beat the secret boss, did everything. Okay, so so you... So I'm I'm not going to ask spoilers, but you, do you see in the story a need for a sequel? No. Okay. <laughs> well, we're getting one. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so... I was, from from what I remember of the story, once you beat it, I don't really see where a sequel would come in. And I guess, I don't know, they'll have to make that work. I guess he goes back to the Magic Kingdom uh, just for fun. 
But it does have a nice new, which you were complaining about, Kingdom Creation System. You 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 said you want you'd prefer changes to the system over it, the combat. Yeah, I mean, if they if they make the combat a little bit better, if you have to micromanage your partners a little bit less, then I won't care. Uh, but I worry that that will distract them from what was a really good game already. And I yeah. don't think needed a complicated system layered over it. That said, I'm sure, I mean, it could, it could be really good. It could be something that adds some longevity to the game. Minecraft, not Minecraft, Dragon Quest Builders came out a couple weeks ago. And if you had asked me at any point, basically, until it came out, if that made any sense, I would have said no. It's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard, but people really like it. And it's, it's, um, doing pretty well and looks cool. Same, same with uh, Fallout. Like the so many, what is it? The the building system in that too has hooked so many people. It's been mm-hmm. huge. Like look at look at this building I made. I recreated Trump Tower in in no. in Fallout. And so that's that was the first thing that came to mind. But you know, it's like look at look at this creation stuff I've been able to do. And I I think I think the Kingdom creation could be cool. Uh depends on if they also make it sort of tropical and you actually have to take care of your kingdom, then you know get these shacks out of here. <laughs> Yo, I I would just run around destroying shacks anytime I saw one pop up. I just didn't care. Especially especially when it was rich dudes living in the shack. Like, why are you doing this? That's fair. You work at you work at the the city hall place. You make money. Get out of the shack. Go move into a house. But yeah, Nino Kuni. We we just have a bit of small information on it, but it's coming soon. Oh, I should look into that. So the other game we're talking about, uh, Double Fine's new game, Knights and Bikes, which having did you guys watch stranger things yet yes yeah yeah no. so having watched having watched stranger things that also got me kind of excited you know the being kids running around mm-hmm. doing adventures on your bikes mm-hmm. for some reason that gave me a uh stranger things vibe from it but something Do you I like also just how he real- can relate to it on a personal level because his bike got stolen as a kid my bike got uh... stolen so many times but no, my bike, my bike got stolen after several years of having it. So I can relate. I just wasn't riding around fighting knights and demons. That's where you so moved. You was doing that? No. But if you was, <laughs> then you wouldn't have gotten your bike stolen because you would have had street cred. This man, this logic He's is bulletproof. Right. But something I just realized, um, it was playable at Day of the Devs this last weekend. And so I'm wondering if there's any videos or, um, you know, reviews about it. Because it looks very exciting. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I can't find any. Can't find and it any. uses the word co-op to describe itself so that immediately means it's in the running for game of the year but the big thing the big big thing of course 
we need more online co-op stuff, not only local. I can't believe we're saying. Don't you that. mean the other way around? It's so sad. That seems crazy. What, did I say backwards? You said we need more online co-op. Yeah, I said it backwards. <laughs> oh. See, I actually, I've actually run into a couple games that are only local co-op, and that's bummed me out. Yeah. Well, those are those your VR games? No, because that that's would make sense. But like, for example. Overcooked came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I believe that's only local co-op, but I was going to buy that and have fun with it, but I can only share play one person at a time. And while I understand why it's only local co-op, it's not really that precise of a game that you would lose something over like some a ping delay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've talked about this there. At this point there really isn't any reason to I mean, okay. From their perspective, there's a reason to not have local co-op. But realistically, there isn't a reason you can't have both in all games. Yeah. Yes, you have to render everything twice for local co-op, but come on now. I mean, you don't But yeah, we, it's, you know, I, I, I do, I would like for that. It just needs, yeah, we just need both. Just give us the option to choose, yeah. man. Yeah. Maybe I would have played Mario and Sonic at the Rio games then. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a little bit frustrating. Yeah, we were going to buy Mario and Sonic, go to Rio, because it had rugby in it, and we were both pretty hyped about rugby with Sonic, because it's as close as we'll ever get to American football with Sonic. But... <laughs> uh. No online multiplayer, so of course we didn't do it because none of my friends visit me anymore. Well, soon, um, man. Soon. Eventually, man. Eventually. Yeah, you know it's hard for me. It's a long walk. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, where are you? I'm on the street. I'm on my way. Thanks, ma. No, I, I, I'm excited for those those few games. Lots lots of things. Eventually, I'll get my VR, and I'll play some death stuff with Alex. Yo, are we ever gonna sports bar? What sports bar? Anything. Sports bar. Uh, right, right. We can go play some pool and darts. Yeah, and beer pong. It's Sounds rude. like my kind of game. Don't be that guy. Don't call it. Rude. All right, <laughs> <laughs> play some Beirut. <laughs> And Evan just turned into a tool, so I guess that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, well, so we got any... Then why we did any we close... even start the podcast? Hey, he's slinging all Ooh. kinds of shade out here. He's <laughs> lashing out because he has not developed proper coping mechanisms at the humble age of 25. So we got any closing closing thoughts? Dude, Final Fantasy 15 is almost out, and I'm pretty hyped. Almost so is The Last Guardian. So, hyped. so is Persona. I things are pretty good. I am so hyped. So, so in what facet remember, of my life? You guys remember how I had training last week, and we're we're making my schedule, and I was looking, and I was like, yeah. So I was like, okay, Ravens play fr- Thursday, so I can work Monday, Tuesday. 
And then next week, we're playing... I decided I'd work after the Cowboys game and that Tuesday. And then the Bengals game, that Monday, I was like, nah, I can't work. Oh, yeah, I can work Tuesday. And then I was just scrolling through the internet, and I saw Final Fantasy Fifteen. I was like, oh, no, no, hey, mm-hmm. that, that Tuesday, 29th, not coming in. He's like, oh, oh, did did you have plans, a big thing you remember? I was like, yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> Bold strategy. <laughs> ah, man. I'm going to be at Disney, and yet I'm still going to be jealous of you guys playing 15. I mean, you're you a 25-year-old adult male. Disney's not your target. You're not Dude. Disney's target. No, Clearly I mean... you don't no. know Disney's target. <laughs> no, I'm, it's cause, I'm saying... It's because they turned my favorite ride into the Frozen ride, and I will, I will take this hot Ooh. take on the podcast, Frozen overrated. I I take that hot take. Fight me. I'm not fighting <laughs> you. I completely agree. And I haven't even seen the movie. I just know it's it's overrated. Two okay songs, and they sing 40 of them. Two Pull out of 40 is not chill. good, guys. No. No. Hot take. Fight them. Fight them. Someone hit some comments in the Twitter. Let us know what you think. It's Frozen overrated. Two out of 40 might as well be Drake, the musical. <laughs> That's my dude. You just got Evan's full approval. Evan's full <laughs> approval. Yeah, anyway, guys, this is the Bukatsu Gaming Podcast. Again, Jabs, Evan, Alex, if you like what we do, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Bukatsu Tweet, tweet. And tweet it, tweet it. Find us on YouTube, Bukatsu Media. So again, Bukatsu Gaming. Peace! But yeah, what is on your head? What is on your head?